0: Hello everyone and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 1, Episode 3. My Dripping Sleep. Worst title in the whole series, I think. Very, I have go ahead.
1: It's very you know, it's a terrible title, I agree.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I hate this title. I hate even saying it out loud. I don't even like thinking it to myself. I
1: think I can relate though. You ever have like you ever wake up very sweaty? Uh, yeah. A cold sweat, my dripping yeah. sleep. That's For the way sure. you can describe it now.
0: I guess. I mean, I don't think it happened in this episode, but okay. I mean by the way, folks, I am Mr. sale here with Kurt. We're covering Ozark. We've both watched our Ozark all the way through. We both love Ozark. We are going to be covering this as though uh you the listener have not seen all of Ozark and are watching it for the first time and then at the end we will have a spoiler section so if you are re-watching Ozark that's awesome I think we can still have an awesome discussion that you'll find entertaining uh, but we'll put some spoilers at the end for you if you are watching it for the first time listen safely through this podcast until we give you the warning that we're about to go into the spoiler zone Right.
1: That sounds good. Yeah. Sounds okay. Very so. Dangerous dark place.
0: Yeah. So as far as the dripping sleep goes, uh, I guess there was the one scene where Marty was out on the boat, try- and he, I mean, sticking his head in the water in the middle of the night, and f- I guess probably I, falling asleep for a little bit I don't while, know if he his, fell while he or was dozed.
1: wet. Yeah, I don't know if he fell asleep or dozed off, because his eyes were open. I feel like the whole maybe he fell asleep for a bit because the whole stick of the, the episode in terms of Marty at least was he doesn't he's like, in sound he, he's not getting sleep right you know, that's the whole point it ends with him finally getting to sleep so I I don't even know if he fell asleep or if he just like in trance thinking I I don't know right but I guess I guess he did sleep you're right based on that title I'm, like dripping sleep
0: but I mean I don't know where else this title applies except that scene maybe
1: who else sleeps and drips um wendy buddy? snor
0: wendy was snoring Anybody? in her sleep he was aspirating in his sleep no. <laughs> maybe that so was the dripping
1: came out yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> i don't know who else was dripping and sleeping so
0: i don't know either
1: possibly buddy <laughs> probably marty
0: well Anyway, we've just spent too much time on the worst title of the series, so uh, let's get off of that. Uh, And uh, let's see. I have got to guess your rating. Uh, I I think that... I don't know. I I think that pretty universally you're going to give mostly nines with maybe a few tens and eights battered in there. I don't think you're going to go below an eight on Ozark. I know I don't. Uh, And... I'm going to say that this is another nine for you.
1: I don't know. Do you want me to guess your rating? Sure. I mean, that means you gave it a nine, I feel like, then. So. Okay. I gave it so an eight, you... so you are wrong. Huh.
0: Oh, this is your least favorite episode so far?
1: Yeah. I mean, it introduces some stuff, but. Meh. <laughs> I wasn't all about it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, it's still an okay episode. I didn't get a seven, but. Yeah, it got worse than a 9. I don't think it's as good as the other two. Yeah, it didn't have me as hooked as much as the other two. Okay. Then did you give it a 9? I did. Would How would you rank this compared to the other two episodes?
0: My favorite one. Really? Yes.
1: Now, see, I, I would agree that they did better with the Langmores here. And maybe I liked a bit what was happening with um, Wendy. But... Marty, this episode was... Meh.
0: Yep. I, I would agree with that. But, see, my enjoyment of the series is directly proportional to the quantity of Ruth that I get in an episode. Uh, and this is by far the Ruthiest episode so far.
1: That is true. We do get a lot of Ruth. Mm-hmm. You get a good bit of Ruth.
0: Yeah, so for those of you uh, who remember, last week we did say... You're going to get a whole lot of Ruth. I think this was a really good illustration. I kind of, I really kind of like the structure that they have in the season so far. And I, I didn't notice it as much when I watched it the first time through. But episode one, they really are showing us what Marty is capable of, mm-hmm. right? Episode two, they're pretty clearly showing us what Wendy is capable of. Episode three, they're very clearly showing us what Ruth is capable of. <laughs> So I really I really like that. And I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I don't, I don't know for sure. Uh, I can't remember what, in what episode they're introduced. But I think uh, in episode four, we're going to see exactly what Jake and Darlene are capable of. Jacob and Darlene. Okay. So Which nobody, if you're watching this for the first time, you don't even know who they are yet. They have not been introduced yet they are also very awesome.
1: Enjoyable characters. Yes, I do like Jacob and Darlene. I still I yeah.
0: So, I, I kind of like that and I, I did not realize that the first time through that they're kind of revealing one by one and in each episode what different characters are capable of. Yeah. Uh, the, ex, the, the extremes they're willing to go to uh, what they what they can abide and what they can't. So, it's yeah, pretty good stuff. I like
1: the way Ozark introduces characters. It you know, doesn't just slap you with a ton of them. In episode mm-hmm. two, you can argue maybe they do. You get Rachel, you get Kwaifu, the Langmores, Tuck, uh, the agents, but they're kind of spoon-fed, and they keep sharing their names over and over again, kind of. So, mm-hmm. you learn on mm-hmm. quick. Like, they... Introduce uh, Agent Evans again. You hear his name very clearly. And you Petty again. You hear everyone's names again. So.
0: so this is the only thing about this episode. Because my enjoyment of Ozark is directly proportional to the amount of Ruth that I get in an episode, right? Uh-huh. But it's inversely proportional to the amount of Petty, Agent I'll Petty, say, that I, I get in an episode. I
1: don't like all the FBI stuff this episode. I really... I In season one... I care very little about the FBI stuff. Yeah. Especially the Petty. I mean, there are I, bits I, I just, do care about, but, mm-hmm.
0: no. I do not like Petty as a character. I agree. Like, at all.
1: And he's just a weird character.
0: He's very, he's very, like, Evan said it perfectly. He is a sociopath. And it's like, I, I, I know, I, I mean, I know the, the, the point of the series is to kind of flip the script and make you sympathize with the with the criminal right
1: and it's yeah it's to get you to just like the FBI like every other TV show does
0: right right uh but i I just don't have I, I have like no affection at all for petity like, he comes on the screen, and I'm like, "Oh God, this guy."
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I don't, I don't like Petty much either.
0: Yeah, so I guess in that sense, it, it is tricky for me to call this my favorite episode of the season so far. But, I mean, it is a lot of Ruth, and it's not just a lot of Ruth. It's a lot of Ruth doing some awesome Ruthy things.
1: I, yeah, it's Ruth doing some pretty cool things. But I would say, no. say, her cool. I would say her coolest bits. Or when she's up in the roof with Wyatt, and uh, when she comes home at the very end bit of the episode. And, uh,
0: I, I totally agree but... with the, the coming home at the end of the episode, but I think uh, pro- um, shaking down Marty for a job, I, like, That's true. I'm so into that. That's true. Yeah.
1: That's good, too. I, 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 did, yeah. I did, like, that whole exchange between Marty and Ruth.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So, anyway. Okay. Yep.
1: I mean, those are probably the highlights of the episode. I'm trying to think what else. Probably, I did like Agent Evans uh, talking with Marty and then Wendy eventually. That,
0: that's a great scene. I've, I have so, I'm so much more interested in Evans than Petty. I just like... I'd, yeah, I, I like
1: I've,
0: Evans more. If, if, if Evans were the only FBI agent, I'd be so happy. Yeah. Petty is just so uh, unsympathetic to me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sociopathic but,
0: in nature. He is sociopath, but yeah, uh, we get the and we're in, we get introduced to the turkey vultures. We do get in this episode, vultures,
1: which um, yeah, man, are vultures and they like to eat things. And I wonder why mm-hmm. they're coming.
0: Mm-hmm. Curious. Yeah, Charlotte plays a much bigger role in this episode too. I think.
1: Yeah, they start showing Charlotte better. They should. Yeah, they show her more than Jonah, but I don't think Shuttle does anything too much. She's kind of well,
0: she punches wrought. Wyatt in the face.
1: Yeah, let's say I mean, yeah, they show she gets her revenge esque on Wyatt, and then we see her make like a social media post, so it's sad. She seems, you know I guess you know, she's a teenager alone in the Ozarks. It's hard it's hard moving, you know. Mm-hmm. You're You kid. Mm-hmm. I mean it's not yeah. from scratch. No power.
0: I I do miss Dell.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. He's that. Well, I mean, he should be coming back soon. He said he'd come back.
0: He gave, he gave Marty a, a week in the Ozarks, right?
1: Yeah. He gave him some set amount of time. When on episode one, like you up, you know, four days, uh, whatever to get ready. So however, so however many days to get ready, however, then to get to the Ozarks and he had some time to set up or Dell would come mm-hmm. back. At least I, I thought Dell would come back for that. So I, we should be seeing Dell soon.
0: Yeah, I thought Del had more to do in these early episodes, but I, I guess I'm not. I was wrong.
1: No. But yeah, Del, Del, Much... Del, Del will stop by at some point, I'm sure, when, he, when he's checking on his other uh, money-laundering people in the area. You know what I mean? Del's a busy guy. <laughs> yeah. Down lots, of,
0: lo- lots of, many Lots of money laundering going on in the Ozarks.
1: I'm sure. I mean, seems like a great place. I wonder if that guy that owns the strip club Is money laundering He seems to be well versed in there, at least knowledgeable to it Seems to be He's a simple man All he wants is a 25% cut That's it
0: <laughs> That's all Just, That's just all. a quarter of your money
1: That's it it's oh blind eye whatever. So He's an <laughs> easy going guy but Mr. Sal
0: The pictures yes.
1: Could you make sense of all the pictures
0: Oh yeah the, These were easy
1: They were easy Can I just say one complaint on the pictures Sure. Specifically the last one, the K picture? Yes. Can you see my complaint? Can you look there at that picture a... now?
0: Uh, sure. Why? I know
1: what it is. Okay, well, it's very particular in the way they made it. That's what it bothers right.
0: me about it. They made it in the shape of
1: a K. They did, but they could have made it more K-like. If they took the way the cameras are connected to, like, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the vertical K part, and if they just flipped both of them over and angled the camera still the same way it would look way more k-like
0: i don't know what you mean by flipped both of them over
1: like do you see how they're connected to the wall yeah if they if they connected them so that it was more k-like like towards the center that was at the extremities
0: oh i see what you're saying
1: but i don't think that's okay. bit, I, I i don't like that k okay that bothers me i fucked they could have done that that's about it though that's my complaint but yeah on the pictures as and not criticizing they're they're trying to form them into letters yep uh number one z fbi yep. uh thing
0: Yep. this is evan's badge
1: Evans' badge when he shows it to um marty yep, yep. himself uh the legs mr sal what could the legs mean
0: uh, the, those would be the stripper legs.
1: Oh, okay. That was you saying, the, it was not me. From
0: when, when Marty went to get the lap dance.
1: Fair sure enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: You got get information on the strip club. Wonder what he's gonna do with that next episode. Good for Marty. <laughs> uh, third one, vulture. Mm-hmm. Uh, turkey vulture. We see it eating the deer, and I think what's that name? Like a possum looking thing. That was
0: a possum. Yep. Possum.
1: Awesome. Okay. Interesting. Wonder what that's Vultures have to do with the TV series? We'll have to see. And cameras. Yes. I like this one. K uh stands for when probably Marty takes uh Ruth to deposit the money. Yep. Makes him By the way though, what like I mean, I'm not a lawyer or anything, but I feel like that's kinda of BS, right? <laughs> like there's no way there's no way if Marty gets busted that Ruth's going to jail as well.
0: No, I especially since you know, all she did literally was put the bag in the depository. To like he he opened it, he closed it, like he made the deposit. Well even so, if she
1: made the deposit if she doesn't know that he's money laundering, like you know, but the, I think
0: I, I think you're right, but I think that he is banking on her not asking too many questions about it and just buying into it blindly.
1: Oh, I see what you mean trying to like scare with her. Well, I also wonder if that bank has mics on its cameras. In that case, if he's literally going, Yeah, now you know about the crime because then I guess she is kinda complicit if he's openly saying, Yeah, you're part of it now. Right. So <laughs> right. Maybe he's making on that, I don't know, but I just remember seeing that the first time and this time as well going, That I feel I don't I don't believe that, Marty. I mean
0: yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I don't I don't think she did enough to be complicit in a crime here but I don't I also don't think that she knows that she didn't do enough. Fair enough. So
1: I'm not a quit so
0: So I totally buy it working.
1: Fair enough. I didn't think about it at, from that angle. I thought yeah. yeah. I, I see what you mean. So, yeah. probably believe Rudy probably believes it. Okay. Fair enough. So Michelle, this is your favorite episode. You're gonna say defend it. I don't have to defend it? You're going to have to defend it, sorry.
0: Okay, this is your least favorite episode. You're going to have to defend that position too.
1: No, well, it's. How, so, how does an episode start for you? Look, an episode start at a 10 and it loses points? Those are an average yeah, we've, score. Talked
0: about, we, we've talked about this. That I usually start an episode at like a 7.
1: And then, it, okay, at- yeah, from there, a plus or minus. Okay. Yeah, so you, I don't then, know. I I don't know if it deserves all the way up to a nine, Mister Sal. That's a bit outrageous. Wouldn't you say so yourself?
0: Uh, I I don't I don't say so.
1: I think okay. I think Jonah would disagree because you know what he would rather be doing?
0: Watching turkey vultures.
1: Watching turkey vultures, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly, what Jonah. We at the beginning, year. <laughs>
0: That's right. He's watching turkey vultures. <laughs> and he's watching turkey turkey vultures from, like, a lounge chair or a couch or something because the moving company has dumped everything that they own on the lawn. Not inside, but on the lawn. And Marty is pissed about it.
1: Uh, the, the movers cite that they didn't sign on uh, moving anyone's stuff out. So right. not going to move the stuff in. Which, by the way... I mean I don't know. Just I I feel like there's some confusion. Like surely they can move some of the stuff in though, right?
0: Right. Some of the stuff can go in. And and to be perfectly honest with you, you know, you're a moving company, you're there already. I'm sure Marty offered to pay them to move the other stuff out. Like, just take the money and move the stuff out. it's not a big deal.
1: You say it's not a big deal, Mr. Sally You're not a moving company.
0: What 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 if company. what what if
1: they have so many things slotted up on their schedule. Like, they've got to move someone else out there. Boom, 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 right? People are moving.
0: I mean, do you really think they're doing more than one of these in a day?
1: <laughs> no, I don't. It's a long okay. haul. I wonder, I, yeah. I wonder the market for this. Like, how much did that cost to long haul ship? Oof. Stuff? That's a gotta lot. Be. Yeah, that's got to be quite a bit. From what, Chicago they lived in before? Down to what, Missouri? Yeah. Ozarks Missouri.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, we know that later in the series, there's going to be work dealings in St. Louis, so they're not that far outside of St. Louis.
1: Yeah. That is a, uh, that's rough.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That... And all the while through all this yelling and screaming and trying to negotiate, not even negotiate, just trying to strong arm the movers into moving uh, buddy just waltzes on down to the lake. Wearing nothing but a towel on his shoulder, nonetheless, and wheeling his oxygen take behind him.
1: It's <laughs> easier to like. I remember as a kid, you know how people can like you wear, especially guys, you know, they wear a shoulder around their waist, and then you fold it in, then it, it stays mm-hmm. on itself. Yep. Magic, by the way. Still don't understand how <laughs> it does it, but it, it's beautiful the way that works. But that that can sometimes feel risky. So, But it doesn't mm-hmm. want his towel to dropping it all dirty on the ground. So he'll just hold it. Yep. Fair enough.
0: Yep. Yep. Skinny dipping, buddy.
1: buddy. Good for buddy. Does he go swimming? I
0: I assume that's what he's doing. He's going down to the lake where. I've always wondered that's what he
1: does. I've always wondered that's what he does, or if he just like goes on his boat, goes on a boat and just drives around. Like I don't actually know what he does.
0: I guess you're right. I I don't think he goes on the boat, but how can
1: he go swimming if he needs the tank?
0: That's a good point. I assume so he disconnects it? from the tank. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, it
1: surely takes some work to go swimming, a bit. You know what I mean?
0: Uh, maybe he just is sunbathing. You know, he's a pretty tan guy.
1: I, I don't know. I don't, you know, he's
0: he's pretty pasty.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just I just don't know what he does down there. That's the like I, I have no clue. Maybe he, he sits in the shade. Yeah, yeah I have no clue what he does <laughs> I don't
0: know either just, anyway legs legs. but he's walking down there naked and that's the important thing that we need to know so that's what he's doing and they better start so. moving
1: mm-hmm. uh, uh, we, we also I guess hear what's a um, you know Wendy Dean uh, Marty Bicker but, and uh, Marty brings up the fact that she told the kids that he launders cartel money
0: yes uh, uh, that's right and this brings mm-hmm. over
1: my first complaint this brings up my first complaint with the episode and why I got an eight versus a nine. I don't like the kids' reaction to finding out that uh, what uh, Marty does. You don't? I don't. I feel like it should be they should be like more scared or outraged. Like, like Charlotte almost acts like she doesn't know what the cartel is. It feels like I don't know. Like it just it just feels like I don't know. It's a really scary okay. thing. Like, if I was told this, I feel like I'd be petrified. Like what?
0: Well, I think that Jonah recognizes how scary it is. First of well, all, because he looked I it think, up. Yeah,
1: yeah, he did some research. I think now he knows how scary I think,
0: it is. I think Jonah is, above all else, curious about it. So I think that that Jonah finds out about this and he starts thinking, "Oh, I wonder what this is all about." Researching it, like so, I I totally understand his reaction. He doesn't really know what it's about, and he's going to research it and figure it out. Right. <laughs> Charlotte, I understand her reaction. Too. Her reaction is, is out. I would argue that is outrage. She stops calling her parents, mom and dad, and starts calling them Wendy and Marty.
1: I don't think that's enough outrageous. No. I, she, she. That's. I think she'd get more mad if she had a car and they like took her car away from her. Yeah, you're probably right. I feel. She, I feel like this is a more serious thing. It, <laughs> so, well, it definitely is. So, so that's what but, I mean. I just. I don't, I don't agree with the level of outrage that this, that the kids are showing here. I can, I can understand Jonah, but especially Charlotte, I don't understand why this is her level of outrage. Like, it, I feel like so greater. so. I think
0: Char- I think Charlotte's come from a place of ignorance that she just doesn't. Know and doesn't really care to know what it really means, but I think that there's that her outrage isn't that her father. It's, clearly, her outrage is not that her father is laundering money for the cartel. Her outrage is that Wendy told them about it. Yeah, for what too, purpose?
1: That's like some insightful thing. Like, I feel like that's not what I would get angry about. Like, wow, mom, you tattled that dad does illegal dealings. What a jerk! You know, snitches get stitches, mom. Like. <laughs> i feel like she already has something out for wendy for doing that like I, I understand maybe like going like you know shame on you wendy shame on you mom how dare you but i just like that like i don't i she's 15 right like i don't think a 15 year old girl gets angry 15. about that yeah i just i don't know i'm not i'm not i'm not with this Some um, i i don't like their outrage as much I I don't I don't I don't I don't feel it's natural. I don't buy it as much. I don't think if you told most kids and their 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 character isn't explained well enough that it warrants that this is how they react to me. I feel like yeah. I don't
0: know. I I, I'm not sure that there are too many fifteen year olds out there who would really understand what you mean if you tell them that you launder money for a cartel.
1: I feel like most fifteen year olds, even back when this was made, what 2017 it was released.
0: Yeah, which is not right. that
1: long ago. Okay, when I was, I think most, like even middle schoolers, know what the cartel is.
0: Okay, do they know what laundering money is?
1: I don't think if you just know you're doing illegal work for the cartel, that's fair. I would
0: enough. argue, I would argue that most adults don't know what laundering money is.
1: I, 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 listen, I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna die on the hill of knowing what laundering money is. I'm gonna argue working for the cartel. That's spooky enough.
0: But they've never met anybody in the cartel. Neither have I, but I know how scary it is. How close could their father possibly be working with the cartel if they've never even seen anybody from the cartel?
1: Even when the the agent comes, I don't think they're scared enough about it.
0: Well, they don't know what the agent's talking about. Do they even know he's an agent?
1: you're right they don't actually quite know i'll take i'll I'll take that back i'll take that back
0: okay i mean i i I think that charlotte is so self-absorbed at this point in this in the sort in the story that this is all just happening to her and it doesn't really matter why and she's just pissed off at wendy for even telling her because what was the point of her knowing she doesn't need to know this information she in her mind obviously okay and and wendy makes the argument that it's that the telling them keeps them safe because they have more information and charlotte calls bs on it and says no you did it to turn to get us to turn on marty so
1: i think and who do you believe there
0: oh that's exactly why wendy did it i know (laughs) charlotte has it completely correct here so uh how is yeah, she that
1: perceptive as a 15 year old right
0: because that's a family dynamic that impacts her directly what difference does it make if her father's laundering money for the cartel she doesn't care she's got her cell phone she, she's she's got her you know whatever whatever else she's got she, she's got the clothes that she wants like she she's she goes to the private school that she wants to go to like what do, she doesn't she anymore dead, yeah
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mr. But... Mr. Sal, I'm, all i'm saying is like if she was nine, eight, I'd be, I'd be with this, right? She's fifteen, right? She, she Yeah. She went to a job interview. She could, she can understand like the. I don't know. I just I. I've i said my piece here.
0: People don't want to know how the sausage is made. Was it here? Right? You want to – people They're don't like, want
1: to know you want to enjoy the sausage stuff here the jungle yeah. just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> they want to they want to enjoy it they, they, <laughs> they just want to enjoy the sausage so charlotte was enjoying her sausage and wendy comes along and
1: tells her how it's made and just ruins everything
2: okay, here, and here,
0: for
1: what here's what we have just to, to do make okay this is this is this is how we can actually test this Right? Your older, oldest son, when he turns 15, about, look, when he's halfway 15, <laughs> right? Because I don't want to, I, I want to be fair here, right? We don't know if she's nearing towards 16. We don't know if she's early 15. So we'll go smack dab in the middle, middle 15 and a half. You're going to tell him, right. hey, I got to break it to you here, right? I work with a joke cartel. I launder money. Okay? I haven't told you till now, right? You're going to lay it out all, all on the table for him. Everyone to see how he takes it. He's probably gonna be more sad about it. He's probably gonna be pretty scared about it, right? I'm gonna use my child
0: and possibly damage his his psyche for the sake of this experiment. I just
1: wanted you to think about oh, damage his psyche. I don't see Charlotte's psyche damaged. It's all, it's almost like a no, kid no, would act in a much more different way than Charlotte does.
0: No, because the difference is I'm not actually laundering money for the cartel. <laughs> so then I have to tell him, by the way, I was lying before <laughs> when I told you that I launder money for the cartel. I don't launder money for the cartel. Oh, you, you, so, you, you,
1: could, you could deal with that. that that's easier I than mean, actually working for the cartel. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. He'll be old enough anyway.
1: that you can't damage him as much. I'm sure.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm not going to do that experiment on my child. Sorry. <laughs> but but I, the, the, I, I did not expect to spend this much time talking about Charlotte's reaction. But I'm just oh, saying...
1: I, I, I'm telling you, I can't find Jonah's reaction. I don't even quite like Jonah's reaction all that much, but I can get it. Fine. Okay? I'll, I, I won't die on that hill. But Charlotte's reaction, I will die on that hill. I just... I don't like her reaction as much. I don't think it's as natural as I said, be. She's, she's taking it too much for, like, oh, well, how dare you, Wendy, like, speak about it. I see what you're trying to say, right? Like, Charlotte's worried about Charlotte right now, but mm-hmm. I feel like Charlotte's at the age where, you know, she she should be thinking. She, she surely knows the bigger picture.
0: Uh, but the bigger picture to her is, does my mother hate my father? That's a big deal.
1: Okay, she understands the big picture I'm referring so to. The, so
0: that's the, but that's what she latch on latches on to that's true it doesn't matter to her where the money's coming from she's just happy to have it like she doesn't you know whatever our cartel they, they they're from Mexico we're, we're in Missouri who cares but also this yourself,
1: is if this is nothing this is nothing if you look like it's almost like nothing telling your kid tell your – when your kid turns 15 and a half, you tell him
0: well I'm I'm gonna hope that my kid is not quite as shallow as Charlotte is at this point in her life. That's that's my hope. Having said that, there is is a depth to Charlotte because I do think that what she gets out of this is my mother hates my father and Mm -hmm. is trying to turn me against him. Oh my God, are my parents gonna get divorced? What where what's that going to mean? Am I going back to Chicago? Do I have to stay in the Ozarks? That like that's the stuff that she hears when she hears your ma- your father's laundering money for the cartel.
1: Not that your father's laundering money for the cartel.
0: Yeah, she doesn't know what that means. Doesn't doesn't even matter to her.
1: <laughs> La-
0: what does I, laundering money mean? She he taking dollar bills and putting them through a washing machine and then hanging them out
1: on a clothesline. Like what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's,
1: I just I no I'm not with it. I just I no.
0: Okay, well, we're we're going to we're going to have to agree to disagree on this. I don't think either one of us is moving on this one. Just saying, if you but, think
1: you're right, when your kid turns 15 and a half, you tell him.
0: Why would I lie to my child about this? Just
1: just to prove the point against me cuz if you tell him and you record it and he goes, "You know what? You know what? Father, whom I call Mr. Sal, I I, I gotta say, you know, that's whatnot, but you and I going to get divorced, and are also... You know, um
0: listen, her. if I tell him that I am laundering for the cartel... Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, you, got, you have to
2: get
1: your wife to tell him, I apologize. Right, you exactly. Yes, that, That's the right way, I apologize. Okay. okay. And then we'll see his All reaction. Right. And, Ma, and you have I'll to, tell move you what, remi- to move down to the Ozarks and sell your job rem- and quit your job. Remind
0: your job. me, yeah, okay. Remind me to try that in about six years, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, it turns out that the 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 birds have purchased the blue cat. Uh, I guess have they bought it, or they just invested in it?
1: So, because Marty tells the kids to tell people that but they bought the blue right. cat fast. So I don't, I don't know. I think he I don't know either. I, I'll just go, he has. Why not? He has enough money yeah who cat
0: okay. basically is yeah all right and and so after charlotte and wendy have this the exchange where charlotte accuses wendy of telling them just to turn them on marty Marty gives them his his quote unquote pep talk. That's the what Charlotte calls it, great pep talk. Uh, but it, basically, what he says we're all gonna we're all gonna suck it up and get through this, mm-hmm. and whining's not gonna help. Also, grab a box. So and that's your pep talk. That's my pep talk.
1: Hey, these so, kids are actually, terrible at moving.
0: <laughs> honestly they really they truly are i mean jonah's got the vultures i i understand he's engrossed in those vultures
1: terrible (laughs) movers. would have left left them back at chicago if you're not gonna help somebody not coming exactly
0: well you know they hired people to do the moving the kids weren't supposed to have to help you're right oh but you know what see this is this this is a function of of marty's frugality because didn't he tell wendy in episode one get three estimates on the movers because money's gonna be tight
1: yeah. mm-hmm.
2: I
0: don't know. and he he took the lowest bid didn't he probably That's true ah marty you get what you pay for
1: fair enough but i still you know i still i i i why are they not moving? I, I understand they don't want to move the furniture out, but yeah, surely Marty had to offer to pay them more money, right? Sure, and I would think, yeah. If he didn't, then Marty, you're kind of in the wrong. If not, they should have at least yeah. agreed just to move the stuff in. Yes. Right? Even if they were like, fine, we'll just move it in. Their organization's stack... just leaving it to you, but we'll put yeah, it we're where you stack...
0: want We're going to stack this couch on top of the other couch.
1: Yeah, like seriously, because Marty, it seems like Marty still wants to move the stuff in, so what? what's the holdup yep. here? I get it. You know, so that that to me I didn't get as well. Like, why aren't they moving this stuff in? Regardless, I guess maybe it's more of a hassle just furniture already in there. But I mean,
0: I I, I I don't think it's worth going down the rabbit hole of uh, you know the the moving company because we're never gonna see these people again. Yeah, listen, <laughs> but, if you're
1: willing to say what Charlotte, Charlotte's reaction was normal, then I'm willing to. Look, I'll, I'll, <laughs>
0: The, the, moving, the moving company is there so that we have this cool setting of all this furniture on the lawn.
1: Do you think, do you think this was like, I, I mean, surely it wasn't because I had someone play the moving company. But i like to imagine it's the day of shooting and they were like, crap. You know, our, our, our set moving guys could come in to move the furniture into the house to get it all set up and ready. God dang. Okay, we'll just shoot it like this then. Are you crazy, man? No, no, we'll just do it <laughs> like this. You
0: know. uh, no, I don't think that's the way it went down.
1: No, but I like
0: the Yeah, it's funny to think about for sure.
1: Like
0: All right. So th- this whole scene, though, is being photographed by somebody. We don't know who yet. Oh, yes, we do. It's Petty. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Creep- weirdo Petty. Creepy Petty. Ooh, I like that.
2: Oh. <laughs> that
1: sounds, sounds really bad. <laughs> bit bad but he, he's, he's a bit like i mean he's, a, he's sociopathic certainly but yeah. like from that he's just kind of like he's kind of creepy I nothing against the guy oh, he, you know i like yeah, evans but petty yeah me too
0: Not petty. petty's the one I, that that i have problem with yeah and and a lot of my problem that i have with petty is the way he treats evans
1: so. <laughs> yeah he's jerked <laughs> he's like a needless jerk to evans <laughs> yeah i know <laughs>
0: Uh, oh god like if he was just photographing the birds and like buying five dollar burgers like I'd, i'd probably be okay with him. but you know but the fact that he is just awful to evans like to the point where he's like sees evans taking his shoes off and says that's presumptuous and then later hires a prostitute to come in and give him a blowjob anyway it's like I don't understand. <laughs> like, Evans is there. He's a good-looking guy. You had a you have a relationship with him. Why are you kicking him out and hiring a prostitute?
1: Well, he, he doesn't want Evans. You know.
0: I guess. Those are their
1: choices.
0: I guess. Seems like, see, it seems like um. Ev, uh, Petty was the winner in that relationship, though. Uh, have you ever heard that theory that in every relationship there's Somebody who,
1: uh, how, how? What's? How does
0: it go? Somebody who wins and somebody loses. Somebody who like punches above their weight class and somebody who dips.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I see what you mean. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Yeah.
0: seems yeah. like Petty was was uh, the winner in that one, <laughs> and yeah. Evans was dipping, but.
1: Anyway. Well, there's also the thing about breakup, right? Where, like, people break up. It's it's always easier for one person than the other because the person doing the breakup has kind of already gotten over it. Right. So the person being broken up has yet to, you know, they, the, the journey's usually now just starting. Maybe they see it coming, but...
0: Yeah, that's fair Fair enough. But anyway, uh, next scene we get... You know, one of the things I, I did notice about... the, I, I mean, and I, maybe this is because I'm so used to watching The Leftovers. Um, this is a lot more. Ozark is structured a lot more like Lost, uh, in that you get lots of short scenes, and it's like within five minutes we've been in four different places.
1: They can't be one place for too long. Yeah, because then they'll catch on to you. So yeah, they got to like, quick. Huh? <laughs> they'll they'll catch you if we st- just. We've got to keep moving, Mister Sal we we'll catch us. Who's
0: we and who's chasing us?
1: I don't know. That's why we have to move every five minutes.
0: Okay, well the, the, the makers of Ozark definitely do that. That's one of the reasons why I, I mentioned it in episode one, why I've heard Ozark described as Breaking Bad with no patience. It's like boom but a boom but a boom ba boom It's just a, it's never, it's relentless. But the next scene is with at the Langmore's, what do we call this? Their little compound? Or
2: <laughs> a trailer house. park?
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 two trailers, so I don't want to call it a trailer park, but like it's whatever. It's the Langmore Residence. Mm -hmm. So Ruth locks up the money, and Russ and Boyd don't like this very much. They want to spend theirs on Jack Daniels and fireworks.
1: They did spend it on Jack Daniels and fireworks. Are
0: you sure about that?
1: I'm pretty sure they did. I thought I thought that's why she locked it up because they spent it on that but maybe they were okay. on doing it i can't remember it i
0: thought i thought it was their plan i don't think they actually spent the money but okay
1: fair enough then uh, maybe either way yeah it still works out mm-hmm. seems like
0: russ <laughs> seems like russ and boyd always have some kind of scheme like they're, they're gonna buy this and sell it for more they are you know?
1: have you ever have you, i mean it's probably before or after your time but add ed, ed and Eddie, you know what that is at all I don't. If anyone is listening to this knows, it's, it's about three uh, neighbors. It's a TV show. Oh, TV
0: Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yes, I yeah. do know that show, actually. Yeah.
1: You do know that show, yes. Yeah. So it's about three uh, boys. that live in the mm-hmm. same cul-de-sac. One named uh, Ed, the other named Ed with two Ds, and Eddie, uh, double D. They call the Ed with two Ds. And they're mm-hmm. always scheming, especially Ed with one D. He, he's especially, but the other two join in. Or oh, sorry, Eddie's the one that's always scheming. The other two is joining. in. Are always, but he's always scheming on ways to make money so he can get himself a breaker. And that's like <laughs> the whole crux of every episode is he's always scheming away and it always back. But he never gets a breaker, That's also the thing. You never, he never, his schemes never work out. but That's the whole premise of the TV series is Eddie scheming. So
0: so so Russ and Boyd are like Ed and Eddie
1: that's what I always think of when I see them yeah I think of Ed and and Eddie yeah
0: (laughs) that's that's funny oh man well anyway they (laughs) they want to buy fireworks and flip them uh for for more money uh and of course Jack Daniels just because Russ has a propensity Russ has a relatively large vocabulary considering his you know uh, everything we know about him uh he, i think he used the term just uh, there's no crime to have a propensity for sour mash it was like propensity <laughs> huh okay but anyway I mean... uh or or, did, or maybe it wasn't propensity it was like uh predisposition i it think it was it
1: was some yeah it was some big word though. i agree I, but listen i think the fireworks thing is a pretty good idea cuz torseus is coming up soon yeah i i'm with that i'll i
0: yes. mean it's not a bad idea.
1: It's not terrible. I think,
0: but I think Ruth Ruth has two things in mind. First of all, she doesn't want to spend, it seems like she doesn't want to spend really any of the money because she's afraid of getting caught. That's the first thing. The second thing is she has this big picture in mind where she's going to get all $8 million.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. So if her plan is to get all $8 million, why is she scared? Okay, so scared of getting caught, that's fine. I'll. I'm I'm okay with that, but I don't think she's scared of wasting the money. Like, if she thinks she's gonna get all the money, then why is she so apprehensive of spending this money? Unless it's part of her plan on getting the rest of the money. But if she's scared of spending it and getting caught, that's fine. I get that. And well, she she, she tells talks us about later. It. Yeah, she, yeah, she's she... learning to money launder. That's fine. I didn't think about that angle. So yeah, I, I'll give that so, up. that's good.
0: Yeah. So I I, I think that that. Well, the fireworks might be a good short-term, small-time investment. Uh, Ruth has a bigger picture in mind, uh, and she's more afraid of spending the money outright because where does where do Russ and Boyd come up? Where did they get twenty thousand uh, dollars worth of fireworks from?
1: Saved it up. So, found in my piggy yeah. bank.
0: Mm, okay. So, yeah, maybe twenty dollars, but <laughs> twenty thousand dollars? Come big on. Big
1: piggy bank. Big piggy bank.
0: Okay, but Boyd's not impressed with this lockup, and and gets in Ruth's face and says, "You're not your daddy." Uh, and <laughs> Ruth throws right back at him. "You want me to? You want me to tell him you've been disrespecting me?" So that instantly shuts Boyd up, and we have to start wondering who is Ruth's father. What's his connection to, well, I guess, I guess we know, we, do we know the relationship between Ruth and Russ and Boyd at this point or no? Uh, we know they all have the same last name, but we, do we know what their relationships are?
1: No, the show hasn't told us.
0: The show hasn't told us yet?
1: I don't think the show told us.
0: Okay, well, I don't, I don't want to drop it here then, but, um, but we know that they are scared of Ruth's father. Mm-hmm. whatever else uh, we don't know why we don't know what he did we don't know what he's like but Ruth seems comfortable enough dropping uh, dropping this on them and they definitely respond and she tells them to keep their mouth shut about Marty's $8 million because they don't want to be fighting the whole town about it
1: also so. reasonable okay.
0: for sure alright done with the Langmores anything else you want to say about that scene
1: uh, nope
0: Okay, so now we're at the Blue Cat, and Marty lays out his plan for revitalizing the Blue Cat. I love, I love he, the
1: scheme. Also, it's also, I so had Ed and Eddie level schemes of like, yeah, Eddie yeah, the market.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Everybody raises their price on gas over the in the uh, summer season. They're going to lower theirs and then get people to come in and not only buy gas, but with every fill up, you get a five dollar burger. Uh, so that's just you're increasing the traffic you assume that five dollar burger and beer sorry so you're assuming that people are going to buy more than that you're assuming that they're going to you're going to get repeat customers and and it's a pretty decent plan Mm -hmm. right and their first customer is agent petty
1: i mean probably makes good money at the fbi great clientele working already yeah. Hey, start, listen. You know it's a good deal when someone walks in the door and they're like, "Wait, you're trying to get a five dollar Philip, like beer, a five dollar and, burger, and five dollar burger and beer? Like that is yeah. that is you know? Maybe you don't want to hear that though. <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> Maybe it's too cheap. But. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. But uh, now, of course, Marty doesn't know who Petty is, hmm. and doesn't know that he's there specifically for Marty. Okay, but. There he is. We know why Petty is there. Yeah,
1: what is I think it's called? What situational irony when like the the viewer knows, but the people, you know, the, the characters don't know a situation. Oh,
0: okay, I I I did not know
1: that. That' a dramatic. I thought it was up, but yeah, you know.
0: Okay, so uh, that's that's all the scene uh, for that scene of the blue cat. Uh, next scene, like I said, this is rapid fire. This is like. So These the scenes go so fast wendy is driving along in her uh in her car and she realizes she's being followed by a, a black suv uh pulls into a supermarket parking lot and we're i, I think we're left to assume that that suv is the cartel
1: mm-hmm.
0: not not the fbi
1: yeah, yeah i mean definitely they don't look like fbi members when uh um, when Wendy looks at them. And also, I was wrong. It's not situational irony, it's dramatic irony. I was wrong. Dramatic oh, irony go. is the correct term for that. Or when okay. we know something and the characters don't.
0: Gotcha. So I just, I think this is probably, wor- I don't think this is a spoiler, and I think it's probably worth mentioning to the listeners. If you see a black SUV, it's usually the cartel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you like the black so... SUVs?
0: They definitely do. <laughs> so, all right. And that's the end of that scene. So this is what I mean. It's just one scene after another, after another. Uh, we're back with Ruth and Ruth is now at the blue cat and she shakes Marty down for a job. Basically she says, you owe me a job because I got fired from my other one. Marty's like, no, wait a minute. You, you got fired because you stole stuff from me. I didn't get you fired. Uh, and Ruth doesn't It doesn't matter to Ruth. Ruth Ruth basically threatens Marty into giving her a job, uh, and this is where Marty takes her to the bank, makes her deposit the money on the security camera, and tells her that she is officially an accomplice, and that their fates are tied together. If he goes to jail, she does too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, as we talked about, I kind of I'm dubious about that. So are you, but maybe Ruth mm-hmm. buys it. If so, I listen. Ruth Ruth's pretty smart. She seems pretty smart to me. Well, maybe mm-hmm. she doesn't know the law very well, but point I'm sure Ruth. she
0: does know the law. I, I'm not sure she knows the law on like embezzlement and money you know, laundering. I think it's overt
1: <laughs> act. As,
0: um, right. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't know that Ruth knows the term overt act. So, yeah.
1: but surely she wants to. know if She could plead some sort of defense of, "He's my boss. He told me to deposit the money. Threatens yeah, my absolutely. livelihood."
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I do love the idea of their fates being tied together.
1: Yeah, it, it reminds me a um, similar thing that happened in Dexter, though that turned out in some way. But yeah, that, that's all I'll say. If you do, do yeah. you remember what I'm saying?
0: Uh, what season are you talking about? It would be three. Season three, huh?
1: Yeah, it'd be season three.
0: Oh, I guess I do remember this. Okay. That's the the Jimmy Smith season, right?
1: Is that the actor's name?
0: Yeah, Miguel? Yes, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I got you. I got you. All right. So... Next scene: Wendy is driving along in the SUV, and she pretty clearly hates this place. You know, she she hates the songs that are on the radio, like every song on the radio, every talk radio show. She hates it all. She keeps changing the channel. She she sees like a pro life billboard and gets upset. She sees a picture of Sam Dermody on a bench. Sam Dermody was the real estate agent, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, and. I think we're just meant to understand here that Wendy is not loving it in the Ozarks.
2: Fair
1: enough. Do you, do you think, do you think there's anything more to it than that? No, I'm, I guess it also shows how she comes up with the idea of going to Sam or work. Later, yes. But yeah. Yes. Other than that. no. Mm-hmm. She's upset, angry. He's opportunity with Sam. Right. Nice.
0: All right. Uh, now we're with Marty and Charlotte and Marty drops Charlotte off at a, at a, at this job interview that she got miraculously in like seconds. Uh,
1: must be nice.
0: Uh, seriously. Seriously. But he tells, uh, her to stop using their first names, stop calling us Marty and Wendy. And, but he will not, he does he really hold strong. Uh, cause Charlotte says, you know, she, she, Threw you under the bus, she must have done something to you, and you don't say anything. And I mean, it's she opens the door for him right there to tell her about the affair, and he doesn't.
1: Very strong of him, very strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Michelle. How do you feel about that? People are kids that call their parents on a first name basis.
0: I am not a fan,
1: not a fan. So if you're not a fan, it, you'd be okay, come on
0: sometimes my kids do it and it's just re- it's really funny i mean it's really funny <laughs> like it, it'll be like you know my wife will be like hey sam <laughs> and i i don't hear her or anything or something and i'm in the other room and then like my five-year-old will come in the room and go sam <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so it's, it's really funny, but you know he's five. If my fifteen-year-old does it, I'm probably not going to be very impressed.
1: I I do it to my parents. When I'm trying to be serious. I'm angered by them. Really? Yeah, it's just 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 as a, you know, I think I think um, normally I just get called Kurt, but I have a full name in my parents. Like when they get angry at me, they call me by my full name. So yes. when I get angry, I I decided I would call them by their full name. So. Wow idea
0: that's pretty gutsy and i
1: know some people that call their parents by just their on a first name basis not step-parent or anything they're you know parents really
0: yeah and and they do it unironically they 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 just do it naturally regularly
1: yeah for a long time even when they were like 15 like yeah so
0: interesting
1: i wonder yeah but i wonder what brings about that i understand a step-parent right like you know maybe they're introduced in your life and uh, you know of course the transition, you just never quite called them, but, you know, that that's fine. I get it, you know, because at one point maybe they were dating, whatever, so, so forth. But, yeah, your regular parents they've had, especially since you were just a baby. Yeah, I'm with you. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Anyway,
0: uh, Charlotte is doing great in her interview. I don't, I'm not sure she's being completely honest in the interview.
1: But <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> she... <laughs> I love this interview. Ooh. Mr. Sal. She's... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have any good interview tactics? uh and also for me
0: so so i always say that as much as you can you should be the one driving the interview so so there, if they're you know they're going to have questions that they that they want to ask you but i always say you go you write down before you go in three things that you need them you need to make sure that they know about you and then make sure that you work those into your answers somewhere
1: okay, I'm okay you lean into them okay yeah you know,
0: politicians do this all the time you know they have talking points you ask them a question they evade it and they give you their talking <laughs> points like you, you have to be craftier than a politician in a, in a job interview so you don't just ignore the question and give them your talking points you have to find ways to act to actively think about working your your talking points into your answers. So, so. Kurt,
1: what's your uh, job experience? That's a great question. But can I just tell you my honesty? I'm a very <laughs> honest person, and I want you to know that.
2: That's <laughs> okay, what
1: you mean.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's that's my number one tip, um and I mean just expect the question. You know, what was the biggest challenge you faced? Like in whatever that's g- going to come up.
1: Some questions, yeah, like. When people ask you for downsides about yourself, I never get that. I've I've, I've only had it ever once someone asked me. I've like, never been asked it? that question. I've been asked it once, and it was like like name um name a shortcoming. And I was like I <laughs> I I, mean, I didn't get that thing. I, just, I, I was so I don't I don't know what to say on that. Like, do you say something that's kind of good? Like I'm I'm a perfectionist. I always strive for greatness. Or like, do I? Yeah. Are you honest with that? Anyway. Not aside, John, uh, you, should,
0: you should probably say i have a really bad drinking problem and i sometimes drink at work
1: like don't say that i'm brutally honest and and i have to say I mean, you look magnificent today
0: <laughs> exactly brutally honest but, high standards yeah but I charlotte is, i mean if you really want to know what to do in an interview do what charlotte does she's crushing this thing
1: this yeah, is Looks like she's doing great on the interview. Thought she's gonna get the job, hundred percent.
0: Oh, would've. she definitely would have. The, the guy said, uh, "Can you start tomorrow?" <laughs> or whatever. Like he was ready to hire her, but she leaves abruptly because she sees Wyatt and three skateboarding outside, and she just goes out and just punches Wyatt in the face. So, Fair
1: enough. Yeah, you, you ever punch someone in the face, Mister Style? Or no, no
0: yeah, answer. I feel like we've had this conversation before but not on the ozark podcast obviously but uh, i think i tried once it didn't go very well <laughs> but as i teach my physics students whatever force you exert on a person's face that face is going to exert that same amount of force on your hand and probably the bones in your hand and your fingers are more fragile than the jawbone that you just hit and you're more likely no. to break your hand than break a person's no. jaw
1: Nah, no, not for me no? I'm built different, Mr. Sal.
0: Okay. You have adamantium in your fingers?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea.
0: That's... Okay. Fair so, <laughs> Jonah's watching uh, the laptop. We don't know what he's watching uh, until they shift around and show us. And it's, it's footage, news footage, about the Navarro cartel. I mean, they're killing people. They're dragging people or hanging people there it's it's bad it's definitely graphic
1: stuff and i mean so at this point in the series where does it look like you know obviously we see more of the series but from here right where Mm -hmm. does it look like jonah's going you know i mean he stares up at the turkey vultures here he is just staring how old is he right now i
0: want to say 12 but i but i'm not sure
1: well young kid just, I mean, he's just maybe even binge watching. I don't know how much he's looking at it, but it looks like he's pretty um into. I I mean, maybe he's not liking it, but you know he's he feels the necessity to watch the cartel footage, which is very graphic, very graphic. Uh, we know mm-hmm. he later shows it to Charlotte. Like, what road do you think this will take Jonah down? Right? Are we worried? I I I'm assuming you wouldn't I mean, want your kids to be watching this footage. So right so
0: you're talking about like the first time I saw this what was I thinking jonah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah how would I, what was he thinking um I yeah I, I was I was worried about him I was like oh my god this poor kid's gonna be so disturbed that that this is his father he's gonna be he's gonna be all anxious that his father's gonna get this treatment he's gonna be worried that maybe this is what his father does mm-hmm. uh I you know i I think that there, there was a, a hint that may uh, that maybe I was thinking that he was morbidly curious. I mean, he is kind of obsessed with the vultures.
1: There's, there's definitely a piece of being morbidly curious, right? Especially at that young of an age. I can understand that. But there's, I mean, there's definitely going to be a running theme for season one of this affects Jonah's young and this affects him. I think it's fair yeah. to say this, this will affect him. We will see. this. Yes. So maybe even throughout the entire series, he's a young kid. This will affect him. So,
0: yes, I think that, that we can safely say that without offering up too many spoilers. No, no. I, yeah, I think that's
1: fine. good. Yeah.
0: But Marty checks in on him and says, he says exactly to him, exactly what Kevin said to Michael. When he walked in and Michael closed the laptop and leftovers, he says, you watching porn? <laughs> but uh, no it's much worse than that Marty uh, presumably I don't know maybe uh, some yeah. people d- oh, would, would enough, disagree fair. with me yeah but uh, and that's fine I mean pick pick your poison I suppose but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna die on that hill cartel I'm not Portage gonna die on the hill
1: poured. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah exactly so anyway um it's 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 disturbing that Jonah's watching this much of the, of the cartel massacring uh, of people. Uh, but Marty does not catch him in the act, but rather he goes to bed where, uh, Wendy and Marty argue about what this is doing to the kids. Marty thinks that a little adversity is good for them. Wendy thinks this is more than a little and, and probably too much. Uh, how do you feel about that? Do you come down on one side or the other with Marty or Wendy in this
1: case? I mean, I, I would say, uh, I say Marty's in the wrong here for this case. Uh, but I agree with the, the the saying of a little adversity. I don't think you should um, I think helicopter parenting is a thing. Like you shouldn't, mm-hmm. you shouldn't, you shouldn't make sure your kids. You know, just make it very easy for your kids, right? Because they will go through adversity. Ad- ad- can't say that word. Adverse adversity. Right. Mm-hmm. Not a T in that though, is there? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There is a T. Good. Just learn that. Definitely knew that.
0: So adverse ad adversity. T. Got it.
1: Okay. Fair enough. But it's good to teach them when they're young, so they'll be better set when they're older. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying like. Your kid goes to college, you go, okay, listen, I could help you pay for college, not gonna, right? And also, you're kicked mm-hmm. out of the house. I'm not saying that level, obviously. No, 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 no. Right. Well, I mean, you know, things here and there, do your chores, um, mm-hmm. they'll get paid, hey, maybe you should pick up a job, possibly, you know, depending mm-hmm. on what's going on, uh, and whether or not they're at college, you know, if they're not going to college, then surely, hey, maybe you should get a job if you're not going to go to college, so you can start going down that career path or get some work experience into your belt something you know i definitely do mm-hmm. think you should push a kid in some direction and not just help them completely but no i wouldn't i i, I would call this uh, a bit more than adversity. uh yeah adversity. this is ha- yeah having uh your father work for the cartel and the the scary and the danger that that brings over it so
0: yeah i think that when adversity becomes trauma you've probably gone too far
1: that's a good way to put it i like that yeah <laughs> where, where, where do you come down on it If you actually have well, kids uh,
0: yeah i mean I, I definitely and i worry about this too like am, am i presenting my kids with enough adversity you know because mm-hmm. i do think there some is necessary uh as far as wendy and marty go uh, I think I tend to agree with Wendy more than Marty in this case.
1: Definitely
0: in this uh, case, yeah. I I, I think it's, it's Wendy uses a really good analogy, and I can't remember what it is. Like this isn't—I don't remember what she says, but it's, it, 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 yeah, it was. It, but it was really good. But but this is this is not normal teenage adversity. This is this is definitely beyond that, mm-hmm. uh, and this to me is too much. But. You know, Marty Marty says it's good for them. Uh, speaking of a little adversity and, and parental figures trying to teach their kids a little adversity, Boyd wants to toughen Wyatt up because he got hit by a girl. <laughs> so he starts <laughs> trying... He's just trying to to wrestle Wyatt, and Russ rips him off and throws him around and says, basically, stay off my son. So at least now we know that Russ is Wyatt's father.
1: Yeah, I think that's the only, I think that's the first, we know Ruth has a father. That's not one of the other Langmores that we know, and Wyatt's mm-hmm. father is uh, Russ. Yes. go, yep. that's it.
0: All right. Uh and that's when Ruth uh, Ruth uh talks to Wyatt on the roof and Wyatt is reading uh, which we see him do a lot. Wyatt is a pretty big reader. We see him do it later in the episode too. Um and Wyatt wants to borrow some money from Ruth to leave for good. okay uh Ruth tells him that they've that they're going to get a lot more money soon. Uh and tells him that, you know, it's 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 good to be one of the smart ones. Like, basically, keep reading, keep studying, be, be a smart person. Don't be ignorant like those two in there.
1: Yeah, uh, why well, it's up there because they're fighting, presumably. Yeah. Ruth comes home, she guesses. And yeah, so, yeah, fair enough.
0: Yeah, but you love the scene. Is there any more you wanted to say about it?
1: I, th- I think it's sweet because it, it, it really – because up until now, Ruth is just this person – that's super mean to the viewer uh yeah she, she and she's also kind of smart and cunning because she wants to keep the money wants to do more she has plans greater things so mm-hmm. on so forth but this this really huge especially the langmores as a whole it really humanizes them right why it's up there he's reading he has greater aspirations mm-hmm. and ruth wants him to fulfill them and he wants why or she wants why to have a education right wants why to get smarter so yes i i think i i like it because it, it yeah, it, instead of the Langmores being just like this mean group of hillbilly slash rednecks, they're you know there's more to them. There's more of a facet. Yes, they're not just two dimensional people. They're you know there's more to them. You can empathize for them.
0: Right, so, right, and that's and that's that's a good point. And I think that it also really highlights the relationship between Ruth and Wyatt. They they are close. Uh, they don't seem like they seem like almost like brother and sister. Uh, they're obviously not, but uh, right? No, is I don't. That think, so I, don't think I don't. Uh? No, I know they're. They, they. I know they're not. But is it so obvious no, that they're I not? Know, I
1: don't know if it's so obvious. Uh, yeah, maybe not. I.
0: Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> anyway, uh, but they, they definitely fe- seem like that. They, they no, have a very healthy no, relationship. It's
1: already known because uh, Ruth's father is somewhere. And yeah. we know Russ is the father to why So all we know is they so have different have... fathers. Yeah, so we know they're not brother and sister. They
0: could they could have the same mother.
1: Could have the same mother. Could be.
0: But Well, regardless. Uh sorry. We spoiled that. They they don't have the same mother.
1: <laughs> so that's a big spoiler. In <laughs> <laughs> fact, I don't think that's ever confirmed. That's a fair point. So,
0: anyway. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So, back at the bird residence, Marty is not sleeping and he hears Sarah McLaughlin on the TV doing an infomercial talking directly to him. So, this is an indication that Marty is not only not sleeping, but really needs to sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he hears Buddy having a coughing fit and he goes down thinking he may check on Buddy, but thinks better of it and turns around. Fair enough. Uh, Anything else?
1: No, not really. Uh, I mean, what would you... uh, Curiously asking, anything you would do in his case? He have bought this house recently. Uh, With Buddy, he will eventually expire. you hear him coughing? Mm -hmm. Do you go down the basement to check? Would you try to become friends with Buddy? I would
0: definitely try to become friends with Buddy.
1: Okay, we'll say that. We'll just go with the assumption it's failed. Buddy doesn't want to talk to you. Would you go down and check oh. on the basement? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> okay,
0: wow. <laughs> How about you?
1: I, I don't know, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, if I've made efforts to be friends with the guy and he wants nothing to do with me, then he can have nothing to do with me, and that's fine. But <laughs> I, I guess the question I is, would... is at
1: what point do you check up on him? If you become friends. No, but I mean, like, if he expires, you have to, you, you should get down and figure out if he's sleeping oh. or if he's, you know what I mean? Like, how long yeah, do you point. wait? Like, the next day, he still doesn't come up? Maybe that's he's a good just point. chilling, you know what I mean? At some point, you have to get down there and see yourself what's going on.
0: When you smell him.
1: Oh, my God, Mr. Sal, that's terrible. No, I'm
0: kidding. I'm <laughs> totally kidding. Yeah, no, you're right.
1: I, I, feel, I feel like you gotta negotiate that out. I don't, know. Uh, I don't
0: know. I don't know. I would say, you know, in this case, he's having a coughing fit. If the coughing fit suddenly stops and then you don't see him the next day, then I would probably check out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next morning, uh, there are turkey vultures eating as far as we know they're just vultures but i I call them turkey vultures because i'm pretty sure they later are going to refer to them as turkey vultures but uh there's there's uh the place where i live is teeming with turkey vultures
1: how does that make you feel do you like turkey vultures
0: uh i don't i I mean i'm terrified of birds and turkey vultures are utterly terrifying i think i think turkey vultures are objectively terrifying
1: (laughs) They they don't they're not the best looking bird I'll agree with you on that like their heads are just yeah
0: yeah so uh but it was kind of cool to see them featured when you know they're they're so prevalent where I'm from uh and to see them featured on a major television show was pretty fun but these turkey vultures are eating a deer carcass I think it was a deer right
1: yes the yep it's a deer
0: yeah gear carcass uh in the birds i don't know driveway yard outside their house yeah uh, yeah on their property um and they're they're trying to clean it up marty gets a wheelbarrow pulls it gets it out of there but this is when agent trevor evans shows up asking about bruce And Marty plays the whole thing off like he knew nothing about Bruce's involvement with the cartel. And Wendy does the same thing. She plays it off too. But Evans tells Marty and Wendy that Bruce was working with them. And he also offers them witness protection, basically the same deal that they offered to Bruce. But they stick to their story. You know, and they don't let on that they know anything uh and after evans leaves uh wendy says to marty i'm so sorry are you okay he and marty says i'm getting used to betrayal because now his wife has betrayed him by having an affair and his part business partner has betrayed him by working for the fbi so yep. fair enough
1: uh, yeah. great scene i actually like this scene as well i don't know if i, uh, I said it earlier but good scene
0: yep yeah, it is. Unlike unlike it, the
1: Patty scenes, great
0: Mhm. Yeah. Th- this is this is good stuff, uh, and I I also forgot to mention that in within this scene, Jonah and Charlotte kind of can see what's going on outside their window too.
1: Yeah, and uh, this is where Jonah shows uh, uh, Charlotte the cartel video.
0: Mm, yes, that's right. Yep. Okay. So, back at the blue cat, Rachel catches Ruth washing dishes, and she is not happy with Marty because he hired her without asking. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know if Rachel's in the right or not here, but
1: I've always, kinda... I've always wondered. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I've always wondered though, what happened? What happens if you? if you just walked into a place and started working there, like no one paid you, no one hired you. You just uh, went in there and started working.
0: So you're How basically you a volunteer,
1: basically volunteering. You're... Yeah. Like do they have the right to get mad at you? Especially if you're doing a good job. Like, look, this is a great case washing dishes. It's almost a universal thing that, you know, you can go anywhere and do barring some sort of special, you know, protocol. Like maybe you have to, uh, you know, I, I think, I don't know. Uh some uh, distilled water, maybe some chemists clean things with the distilled water, right? Yep, like, yep. Maybe that happens, but but in a regular kitchen, you go in there and clean things normally. What happens? Like, can you can 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 you get the cops called on you? Or are you gonna get in big trouble? I don't know.
2: Maybe, uh, maybe you try
1: yeah. that out. you can find out.
0: I am not going to try that out, but you can if you want.
1: Oh, you've heard it here, folks. Mister Sal, not a fan of volunteer work. Not a fan of volunteering. Doesn't want to that, help others.
0: I mean, th- th- this is true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh but, boy. But,
1: so, do you think Rachel's in the right, the wrong? Uh, I don't.
0: This is a tough one. I, think I think. So? Okay. I, I, I think we're. I, I mean, okay. Well, what do you think?
1: Oh, I, I don't think it's a t- I think Rachel's in the right, just because it's her. Yeah. I, I, I think pretty clearly just because. You know, it's she's been in the business longer here, and even even if Marty wants to hire Ruth, I feel like sh- he should go through Rachel. Now, obviously, has you know he had kind of had a plead uncle in a way, and hire Ruth, I get that. So th- mm. th- that point's kind of mute. But it, you know, if he was hiring someone, I think you have to go through Rachel. I think it's only fair or courtesy.
0: I think that we probably would need to know whether Marty actually bought the place or just invested in it. That is definitely true, though. He's yeah, just if he's an investor,
1: I'm with that. Yep. if he bought it, though, no need to tell Rachel. It's a courtesy to tell Rachel, but no yep. need.
0: Nope, exactly. So, yeah. So, so I, because we don't know that, that's why I say it's tricky. Otherwise, if they're partners in this, then, yes, Rachel should be involved.
1: Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's true. I, I keep thinking he's an investor, but I, do, I think he's bought it. I don't know. He told his kids to tell people, but... Like I said, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Because he was looking to become an angel investor, not yeah. An I angel mean, buyer, but
0: I mean, if if he's telling his kids to tell people that he bought the blue cat, that's eventually going to get around to Rachel, and that's going to be a problem. So <laughs> I, so I would, I would think that he actually did buy it.
1: I heard that you were gonna buy my blue cat, huh, Marty?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah what what's this i hear that you own my place now <laughs> just like that huh <laughs> yeah we, we need to have a little talk martin but anyway uh at, also uh, at the blue cap marty's kind of pumping gas i guess or yeah. at least overseeing the gas pump and the the guy from the strip club the lickety split and uh, that's the name of the strip club right
1: i, I don't it was remember
0: the, it was the name on the boat. I'm pretty sure that's the name of the strip club, the Lickety Split. (laughs) Really funny name.
1: That's a great name. I do like that.
0: For a strip club. (laughs) Anyway, uh, this guy really busts Marty's chops. Oh, he does. Uh, Oh, this guy's gross. (laughs) I I, do, I forgot that I don't like this guy very much. Oh man, but anyway, he really busts Marty's chops. Uh, and that's all I have to say about that. Anything else you want to say about the scene?
1: That's a fair assessment of the scene.
0: Okay, good. Wendy is on a scavenger hunt to find organic pistachio ice cream for Charlotte. That's the one thing that Charlotte has requested. And she thought she had found it because she had called ahead to the supermarket that where she is, and they don't have it. All they have is mint chip. This is bad news. And <laughs> Wendy really gives this clerk the business.
1: Yeah, I will say this clerk acts way more terrified than he should. Like if you're working a service job, uh huh. I mean, granted. Wendy was very over the top. I don't think she's over oh. a top enough to, like, invoke fear. <laughs> <laughs> like, the man was, like, starting to shake and show fear. Well,
0: I, I guess we don't it know what funny. this guy deals with on a day-to-day basis. This is yeah. possibly the first time this anything like this has ever happened to him.
1: Yeah, I, 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 fair enough. But, you know, I, it, it's a funny scene. You know what I mean? Like, is it, mint the same as pistachio? Uh, pistachio? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you because know, it's,
2: it's
0: funny. <laughs> Mint has chips. Pistachio has nuts. <laughs> uh now, my favorite thing about this scene though, is the Evans voiceover right at the end of it. As she's escalated as high as we see her, Evans says she was calm, like her hubby. Oh yeah,
1: I never, I never thought of that. Done
0: in voice. Yeah, that's done in voiceover right at the moment when she is at her least calm
1: No, yeah that never hit me i remember him saying that that never hit me though that's good though
0: yeah yeah Yeah. and this is the scene where petty's a total jerk to evans uh because he says he doesn't want to blow his cover uh because his boy his ex-boyfriend is too insecure to eat alone uh, it's, uh, and evans calls him a sociopath i hate I, I hate this interaction so much i don't even want to talk about it do you have anything else you want to say about it uh
1: how do you feel about eating alone mr Sal?
0: Uh, that's a good question kurt so <laughs> at, at, I a, at be, a public place obviously not a yeah yeah uh, of course of, of course uh so i used to feel very uncomfortable about it i don't anymore i'm happy to do it now uh well uh, two two reasons first of all um I started working for a, a job where I had to do a lot of travel. So I was by myself. And if I didn't eat alone, I wasn't going to eat because, you know, I, I was staying in hotels. I pretty much had to eat out. Uh, and so I was eating by myself quite a lot and I got used to it. Uh, the, the second thing that made me more comfortable with eating alone is smartphones.
2: Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> because yeah. Uh-huh.
0: W- when you have a smartphone, I mean, I can just, you know, fidget we'll around. On the... Do whatever yeah. I want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah.
1: How about you? I, I'm pretty uncomfortable eating alone, except for Denny's, because for one college semester, my schedule aligned. I had, I had like a like an hour or so break, and no one I knew also had the break at the same time. So I was just like, huh. Mm-hmm. So I just eat food during then, and I I came accustomed just to going to a Denny's and. Really. Eating like a, a slam there, so I'm not.
0: Interesting, because. Other than that, I don't you, eat alone. Did you eat at the bar?
1: No, no, I don't eat at the bar. Okay, then, then so, there's strangers there. No.
0: So this, is, so that's interesting. Because... I ate there
1: once, but then someone talked to me, and I didn't. I didn't really want to talk to them again, so I just didn't go back to the bar.
0: Oh man, see, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to eat my food and the, not talk that, to strangers. That, that, that is awkward. <laughs> see, I. I would think out of face see, full of
1: eggs. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah, <laughs> it is, it's yeah, man. A thing.
0: Yeah, man. But I, uh, for me, if I'm gonna eat alone, I'm going to actively avoid places where a server comes to my table. Like I don't want to have that interaction when I'm eating alone. So if I'm gonna eat alone, I go someplace like uh, you know Panera or Five Guys or something like that where I'm going to go up to the counter I'm going to place my order nobody's asking me any questions nobody asked me if if I'm waiting for anybody or if uh, t- it's a table for one or anything like that um, I'm going to go up I'm going to place my order I'm going to pick up my order I'm going to go take it to my seat and I'm going to eat it so, that's what you mean no I,
1: yeah. I liked I liked going to the the Denny's I forgot her name but I became accustomed to it with the waitress cuz whenever I, I wouldn't go there every time but it was my one, Monday uh-huh. Wednesday Friday classes mm-hmm. uh, through out of three days, we maybe to go there once or twice a week. So, Like I went there pretty frequently, and yeah. so she became accustomed with me. And I, like I was, I was okay with it. Like I'd go there; she knew what I wanted always. So I was like, okay, okay, and I'll get that, and then it'd come to me, and I would eat it, and I'd always pay the same amount with the same tip, and that was the end of it. So it's just that was fine. That okay. that was just my lunch. So I was like, okay,
0: all I, right.
1: I know, I know nothing against it, but no, I, I. I don't really like eating out alone, so I'm not. I, I I do have a. I'm not. I'm not with that. I'm uncomfortable doing so. That, gotcha. That's what the only time I have been. Maybe, maybe I would go uh, Denny's though. Denny's is, is different. I feel like I could go to any Denny's. I'm okay with eating alone at a Denny's.
0: Okay. All right. I'm okay with eating at Five Guys. I don't care who I'm with. As long as I get to eat at Five Guys, I'm very oh, happy. Five
1: Guys. So I had that recently. I was very happy. It's been a long oh, time since I've had Five Guys. Very you're good. You're lucky so. man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. hmm. uh, anyway. All right. So Wendy is cleaning up after the dead deer. And as she's doing this, Wyatt and three drive by on a boat and three flicks her off. Marty tells her that the same story about Charlotte punching Wyatt twice. I mean, exactly the same, <laughs> two different times. Uh, and this is this is a, a, a very clear sign that uh, that Marty is sleep deprived, and Wendy tells him as much. You need to get some sleep. Yeah. Wendy's in the next scene as well. She's at this open house, uh, a house that Sam Dermody is showing. And she asks Sam for a job staging houses. I, oh, I didn't even know this was a job. Did you, have you ever heard of this? No. Okay. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but I, I mean, I live in a very small town, so uh, I guess it probably doesn't happen here very much. Uh, the houses get staged, but uh wendy asks for a job doing it sam's very hesitant because he says his mom does that and she's pretty territorial and so. also
1: his uh, his house niches as uh run down houses yeah <laughs> yes
0: yes all right so we'll have to keep an eye out for sam's mom mm-hmm. anyway uh marty can't sleep because wendy is snoring so he takes the boat out and tries to talk himself through it. He keeps hearing that. The, the, I forgot to mention it earlier. The same song that Tuck keeps playing. Tuck at the blue cat plays the same song over and over again. It's Bob Seeger and the silver bullet band. Still the same. Okay. He just, it just plays it over and over again. And, and Marty's got the song stuck in his head. He actually starts talking to Tuck, like on the boat saying, there are other songs, buddy. Uh and he spends the whole night on the boat, which is very disconcerting that he's laying on the edge of the boat.
1: I know. He's like, just like <laughs> in the edge of the boat. Like boats aren't that steady, I feel like. I, I guess at I night, know. the night not you know, it's probably more calm, not as many boats driving around, but it's not now
0: let me ask you this because I I was confused where he got this boat from. I was like, He's is this cute. the boat? Is this the boat that he keeps the money in? Why would he take that boat out? I I wondered but, at
1: first. I thought it was the one he rented, and then yeah, the one he kept the money in. But then I realized yeah. it's Buddy's boat.
0: It's Buddy. Yeah, it's Buddy's boat. So yeah. it's like okay. Buddy's
1: wheelbarrow he used earlier. I guess I guess he <laughs> just says everything that's Buddy's is his now. That's right. Hey, what's yours <laughs> is mine, buddy. Buddy.
0: That's why you call you buddy. So. Anyway, uh, but he spends the whole night out on the boat and in the morning he hears preaching going on mm-hmm. and he takes the boat over and this is it's like a a water church. I don't know how else to describe it yeah, like, like a there's boat a. Pre- sermon. Yeah the, there's a preacher on a boat giving a sermon and there are a bunch of other people on other boats listening to the sermon.
1: Have you ever seen or hear of these?
0: No, have you? Really?
1: No, I ever heard of them.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: I haven't been to a boat <laughs> swimmer. I've been to like a boat, like a kind of event thing. Okay.
0: To... Yeah. Well, I... all right. Well,
1: boat swimming seems yeah. pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean anything on a boat is cool as, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, except for like sleeping on the edge of one, like Marty was oh, trying yeah. to
1: do. I don't think it could sleep <laughs> on a boat
0: but i'm not sure what we're supposed to glean out of this scene i mean i i know where the story's going obviously so do you okay but i'm not sure what we as a viewer watching this for the first time are supposed to get out of this
1: we're aware I mean, that there are boat sermons
0: okay i guess yeah i guess that's i guess that's it uh, you know, I, I've tried to pay attention to the sermon a little bit. One of the things that the preacher said was that small beginnings can move mountains and then God will bring the capstone. So, I mean, I, I don't know if that's supposed to be uh, speaking to Marty that, you know, small beginnings like the blue cat, you know, uh, move mountains and then God will bring the capstone to to help you out. Or I, I'm not really sure where that, where that was coming from, but. Anyway, I don't have anything else to say about the boat sermon, but do you? No. Okay. All right, so now Marty returns home uh, and there's Buddy going naked down to the lake again. And Buddy thanks Marty for checking in on him. Uh, Marty didn't know that Buddy had recognized him outside the door, but apparently he had. uh, And Marty does ask him if he could, you know, maybe put some trunks on because there are people living here now. Buddy, if it's a very succinct answer, just no. Um,
2: <laughs> That's Scott? it.
0: Yep. Nope.
1: Buddy sadly owns no trunks.
0: <laughs> we don't know that. We just know that he's not going to wear any. So, Wendy has staged a house for Sam. What does she stage it with? Why have she staged it with their furniture that was on the lawn? Now that's a good use of the furniture. But it makes it now. It goes over very well. The people who look at the house seem to really like it. But Sam is very nervous that his mom's going to be very upset. So, so we, we really got to look out for this mother.
1: We do, we do. But he still seems pleased with what Wendy's done with the house. Like mm-hmm. He's happy with the job
0: yeah yeah all right back at the blue cat tuck talks to ruth in the kitchen says you're pretty (laughs) and uh, she she puts him on to old school hip-hop all right like tupac all right
1: i was questioning the scene but now it makes sense does it well i think it's how they get Tuck to finally start changing the song
0: yes yeah, because I'm not sure what what the purpose of the scene is, otherwise. Yeah. But, yep. Yeah. Uh, outside, Marty has put up a new sign, and Rachel, kind of begrudgingly, kind of loves it.
1: Mm-hmm. She does Seems. not want to get her hopes up. She puts up. That's
0: that's so. what that's what she's concerned about. Don't that's get my hopes up.
1: Why does she not want to get her yeah. hopes up?
0: I think she well she, I mean her initial trepidation with Marty was that he was going to come in do all this stuff and then take off.
1: Well, yeah, right? pump pump uh, a lot of money to the business, but also increase the cost that it is to run the business, and then yep. kind of keep um Rachel in a kind of rat race like situation where yeah she's making more money, but she has to pay more money to it, Marty, so she's stuck. Yeah, and also maybe at a point she claimed that um be forced to like uh before close on her mortgage and Marty blah 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 all this other stuff that basically ends with her not having a business and Marty making a profit at her expense. Yep. So.
0: Yeah exactly. Well hey you know what Wendy finally found the ice cream and a dead possum <laughs> which she promptly brings to
1: the language. With vultures, with vultures.
0: Oh yeah turkey vultures swarming on the possum that's how she knows it's there. Okay, and she brings that dead possum in her car with her bare hands swings it around and chucks the possum up onto the roof where Wyatt and three are hanging out and says, if either of you F with my daughter or come near my house again it'll be you the vultures are picking at. Which
1: reasonable? is an
0: interesting threat. Interesting uh-huh. threat. <laughs> I mean it's it's kind of funny because by the end of this episode we know that ruth is planning to kill marty but here wendy is threatening to kill wyatt and three
1: possibly even planning
0: yeah but she she committed the classic blunder here though when someone when someone puts a dead possum in your yard and you have to drive it back to their house to throw it on their roof you always put the ice cream in the freezer first. What was she thinking?
1: I was going to say, though, how could that ice cream have, like, fully melted? Like, when when Charlotte complains about this melted ice cream, like, is it fully melted? Is it just a little melted? I like my ice cream a little melted. Come on, Charlotte. Yeah, like, soft this, ice cream. This is the adversity we're talking about here, Charlotte. You've got to get through this, okay? Yeah.
0: you got yeah. to. These are, these are champagne problems.
1: Champagne problems. I've never heard of that. I also don't get it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> first world problems. That's probably a, oh, uh, okay. a better that makes, yeah.
1: that makes sense. That. okay. Yes.
0: Yes. Exactly. All right. So, uh, speaking of Charlotte, she poses for a selfie with the ha- with the caption "loving the Ozarks." So, and then it makes it obviously face. <laughs> after like, smiling it. for the picture. Yes. Right. So. Also
1: a social commentary the show has become. Yes.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: I was just looking at social media like happy on the post and sad mm-hmm. really like.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Who is she trying to impress? We don't know. Everybody who's not in her family.
1: Maybe a Bob Seger?
0: Bob Seger.
1: Bob Seger maybe.
0: Maybe Bob Seger because that's what Marty's doing in the bed, reciting Bob Seger. (laughs) Uh, And he keeps, and he says, now, actually, I should look up the lyrics to this song, which I I, should have done this before. But the the thing that he keeps saying to Wendy is, I have to be somebody else. I have to be something else. Okay. I wonder if that's a lyric in the song.
1: He does say that. It wouldn't surprise me if that's a lyric in the song. Do you know has good taste in music? Upstairs. <laughs> I I don't know what's the title of the song again.
0: Uh, still the same.
1: Still the same.
0: Still the same. Yep. Uh, I'm I don't see it as a, as a lyric. I, I mean, the some of the lyrics are and you're still the same. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I it, it doesn't seem like this is the lyric from the song, but you're still you're still the same moving game to game some things never change you're still the same still the same anyway so i mean maybe he's hearing the song tell him over and over again you're still the same and he's realizing i can't be the same i need to be something else he says i need to take the fight to them and he then goes to the strip club mm-hmm Okay so apparently this is him being different and taking the fight to them because he tells the stripper I want you to to look me in the eye and keep dancing and I want you to tell me about your boss. So that's that.
1: Yeah, Martin not information.
0: Yeah, we don't know where this is going. We just know that maybe this is part of him being something else. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. All right. What do you think he meant by that? I need to be something else, and then going to the strip club.
1: Uh, Maybe maybe he's uh, referring to the fact he can't just be like a, I guess like a idle investor at a blue cat. Like he, I mean, he said it before regularly. The blue cat's not enough. Yes. The amount of money he's got to push through. So.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you think? That,
1: his tactics haven't been working, looking to become an angel investor. Yeah, he's got the blue cap, but not enough.
0: Do you think that he means that he has to start playing dirty? Because,
1: yeah, yeah and that even, like, like I said, that could apply to a lot of things, whether it be playing dirty, uh, changing mm-hmm. his tactics. Yeah, he just has to change what, what he's doing now is not working well enough. He's got to do yeah. something else.
0: Yeah, because he's pretty much everything he's done in the Ozarks here has been above board. I mean, even, you know, buying the blue cat, he hasn't, you know, he didn't get that by any, you know, playing dirty other than getting punched in the face, but that was pretty transparent and Rachel even called him on it. So I I think that this is whatever he's doing right now, getting information on the strip club boss, the lickety split boss uh, must be dirtier than he's used to playing. Uh, and therefore, he's becoming something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Next scene. I'm going to go fast through this because it's Petty. Uh, petty is getting a blowjob while decrying Evan's criticism of him. And this is a prostitute, and the prostitute says, You have issues, man. And he clearly does have issues. Fair enough. I'm not sure. Like, this is, uh... he's supposed to be getting enjoyment out of this. That's what he's paying for. And the whole time he's just obsessed with what Evan said. So anyway, anything else you want to say about that? No. No. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, um, uh, Ruth gets home and her lock is broken. And that is very upsetting, (laughs) obviously. Uh, But I'm a little surprised, actually she does that this scene doesn't continue here I'm not sure what, the, the, why they put this here and didn't just save it for after the next scene
1: this just, just to really just to really you know hype up the viewer oh what what are they don't what's happened with the money
0: yeah I guess I mean but the, all we see is that Ruth is home and the lock is broken and that she is she is upset okay because then we go back to the bird residence where marty is home now he's returned from the strip club uh and Char- he and charlotte uh, are both feeling a little insomniac insomniac is a noun how would
1: i use that as, i don't
0: know yeah neither one of them can sleep anyway
1: i don't know if it's plural, like insomni eye knows
0: yeah they uh, they have a little heart to heart on the couch that's out on the lawn <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Marty says, "I don't expect you to forgive me, but I'm trying to make everything right." Uh, and Charlotte replies, "I know." And this, this, after this interaction, Marty finally falls asleep. and it's kind of sweet. Charlotte makes him cozy and, and you know covers him up and gets him to you know lay down on the couch and it's pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, sure so
0: right. it, it seems like Charlotte has a lot more sympathy for her father than her mother.
1: Unreasonable 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 i feel Why? just i don't know i i we we have listen we hashed this out at the beginning of the podcast am mm-hmm. not gonna go with it again i just i just feel like most children and i don't feel like charlotte's much of an exception to exempt this case would be very dubious of their father after learning that they are uh, working for Mexican drug cartel, even if they don't know what money laundering is, which I'm sure they'll probably look up because they'd be curious to what it is. Right. It's illegal. Okay. Well, especially after after this fact, Jonah showed her a video of what the cartel does allegedly. So, but anyway.
0: Yes. All right. Well, back at the Langmore place, Ruth pulls a gun on Russ and Boyd and it turns out they bought two bobcats because they wanted to breed and sell them as exotic pets. One big problem though, neither one of them is a male. So they are not gonna be breeding these two bobcats. She opens up the cage and forces them into the cage. And while they're in the cage with the bobcats, she lays out her plan. She is working for Marty so that she can learn how to launder for them and then she'll take the money and kill him. Which, if we remember back to last episode, Marty said, you have to ask yourself, are you a killer?
1: Ruth Ruth, yes. <laughs> it,
0: Ruth is answering this question with a resounding yes sir, I definitely am. Uh, and she leaves them to sleep in the cage. they love it. <laughs> yeah i love it so much i i this this scene is when i fell in love with the character ruth i mean i'm not talking about romantic love i'm not talking about like it's not my nora crush okay from the, from the leftovers but i just think ruth is like one of the most awesome characters and just mesmerizing love i love every time she's on the screen she chews up the scenery with the best of them and I just got so excited to see where the story was going from here with with this adversary to Marty.
1: Ruth is great because she's both smart but also kind of unpredictable, right? You don't know quite what she like. Mm-hmm. Especially in this scene, right? She ends up putting the most in the cage from her sheer anger. Uh, a cage, by yep. the way, that they could probably get out of because of the way it's locked, like she kind of put. It's just a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, like they could <laughs> shimmy back up. I feel like yep. I mean, anyway. Out side. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ruth, Ruth's definitely an interesting character. and Looking forward yes. to more of her as time goes on. I'll also say, do you know what the name of the last song is, Mr. Sal? This is where I might have you beat.
0: Oh, no, I do actually. And I actually really enjoyed this, <laughs> listening to this last song in context of this, uh, of this scene, but it was, uh we, Oh, oh man. my question is,
1: it's Run the Jewels. Have you seen the music okay. video for this?
0: Uh, uh Okay. Oh. So when I it's it's nobody speaks. Right? Nobody speak is the name of the song and Run the Jewels is is the the group um
1: I don't know if I have this background backwards then. <laughs> yeah,
0: sorry. Us. Yeah, it's actually DJ Shadow featuring Run the Jewels and the song is Nobody Speak. What is it? Um, yeah. Have you seen and you for this? I love. Okay. The for this. So, so, I've seen this so before. I I shazammed this. Are you familiar with shazam?
1: Yeah, it uh, listens to music and then tells you what the name of the song is.
0: Right, so. and actually, when I shazammed it, it played the music video, but I only saw clips of it. But it, go ahead to go ahead and talk about the music. video. I mean, video.
1: This video. If you saw it, it basically is in like a human and it's it's basically a copycat of the UN, and it's just two politicians fighting each other. And mm-hmm. th- that, like that's it. It's pretty funny where it devolves into. I think it's a it's a. It's it's an interesting music video, especially to like how vulgar the song is. It's just like two oh. politicians. It, it gets a bit more than that, but just right, politicians fighting. All it is.
0: That's pretty cool. But... So, I don't have anything else to say about this episode. I love it. Nine out of ten. I, you know, I still am gonna I'm gonna call it my favorite episode, uh, for now. I, this is not going to be my favorite episode of the season uh, by the end of the season, but I agree. Yeah, but for now, because there because we get so much out of Ruth in this episode, I'm still going to call it my favorite episode of the season so far.
1: It it goes a bit of a way to change Ruth's character. Uh, it kind of just shows she's a bit smarter, and it brings her down to earth a bit more with Wyatt, like you know, humanizes her a bit more than her being this kind of willing to kill Marty to get money and. You know, but I, I think I make myself right, but yep. I I still give it an eight because that's not enough. Bring it up. I do like what they do with Ruth, but it's not enough with the things that upset me or just okay minor annoyance. Or just you know things that not too. Like I don't care much about Wendy's story in this episode. I you know it's yeah it's, you know she's stressed out. I guess she's stressed out and she starts trying to mm-hmm. work for Sam, but not that interesting. You know what I mean I'm not I'm not too interested. Charlotte, eh. You know, yeah, I'm fair. interested in Jonah. I'm more interested in Jonah just because he's younger, but they don't show as much. And that's fine. You know, They'll do what they want. So I'll, I'll I'll,
2: I name.
0: will I will give you that Wendy's story is less interesting in this one. I actually really like Charlotte's story in this one. I like Jonah's story. I like Marty's love roots. Uh, I can always do without petty. I'll but... definitely say
1: Ruth is the best. Oh for sure. I will grab so, that. So so
0: any episode that Ruth highlights I am I'm down for. So <clears throat> but, but like I said this is not going to end up being my favorite episode of the season <laughs>
2: Certainly.
0: But but for now with this much Ruth it it it's it's my favorite so far. I love she's just she's so smart. She is such a great foil. <clears throat> she's she has ideas that are just too big for her station. You know, for her, her lot in life, it just can't contain her ideas. So, TV so time. good. Yeah. just
1: hey, how I've got to ask yes. you. Yes. What time is that?
0: It's TV time.
1: Yay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, like TV time. I time. love it. So good.
1: The emotions. No one cares about the emotions. <laughs> i useless.
0: Well, I mean, some sometimes sometimes there's interesting stuff in the emotions. You know, this episode. You know, I, I don't know. It's it's there's not too much going on there that that I was interested in. Okay. I don't have anything to say about the emotions.
1: The rating <clears throat> of the episode is what I'm most interested mm-hmm. in. People have been criminal about Ozark. These ratings. You know, I'm I'm starting to get more and more. I'm starting to think I'm more and more different from TV time. I'm not agreeing with the majority here. Okay. Um, they keep giving them fours. I keep thinking they should get fives. This time, I, I'm like, you know what? If you want to give it a four, fine. But I wonder if they gave it yep. a five finally. I'm going to say four.
0: Yeah, they gave it a four. I gave it a five. I know you but, gave it a five. But uh, 63%, 63% of the people said four.
1: 62. How much five?
0: Twenty-five percent.
1: Oh, below four. Well, interesting. Uh, and most interesting character—it's gotta be in my eyes between Marty and um, Ruth. I feel like was, I would put Ruth, but I understand you would put Marty.
0: I I said Ruth for sure.
1: I would with Ruth. <laughs> I feel like the people put Marty though. I'm gonna go with the,
0: pe- the people put Marty seventy percent.
1: Seventy percent Marty. Yep. He gets Ruth more screen time own... than Ruth, but Ruth's yep. stuff's more interesting than Marty's. Come on. For sure. This is the least interesting Marty I've seen. That's part of the reason why this gets an 8 in my eyes. Like, if Marty was more interesting, definitely would have upped him more. But... So,
0: so yeah, this is this is what I mean by the structure of the season. Like, the, it starts out... Episode 1 is all Marty. The very yeah, little else. Marty. Yeah, I agree with that. Right? Thing. You know, and, and he gets... He's less in Episode 2 and even less in Episode 3. Meanwhile we're introduced to just to how prolific Wendy can be in episode two and just how prolific Ruth can be in episode three. And man, I love even that. more of
1: the Langmores, too.
0: <clears throat> yes, yes. Uh, Ruth was second with 17%.
1: That's criminally low. That's criminal. Yeah,
0: that, that's yeah disappointing. totally. <laughs> it is.
1: I'm not pleased with that.
0: Yeah, no, me neither. Well, it
1: is what it is. I, yeah. I, I hope to see a day where there's a full consensus between me and uh, the TV time for Ozark. That's yet to happen uh, for either of us. So we yep. have always disagreed because we've given the last two episodes fives. So they gave them fours. And then in this case, we both disagree on the best or most interesting character here.
0: Yes, indeed. Well, folks, that's uh, that's all we have to say about my dripping sleep. Uh, if you would like to contact us it's showhopperspodcast at gmail.com we appreciate your five star reviews and ratings we appreciate any sharing of the podcast that you might do and of course we appreciate uh, you uh, subscribing as well Uh, we will be back next week to cover episode four tonight we improvise this would be a good time to tune out unless you want to be spoiled Spoiler section. So I've Yay. got some stuff that that I want to talk about, but uh, is there anything that you keyed in on?
1: I mostly want to talk about Jonah. Yes, I think it's the big part of the episode. I feel like, at least to me, it's the biggest. You know, what they really the the most future thing that they're pushing here is Jonah. I mean, yeah, we start seeing the beginning of Wendy working with Sam and whatnot, but that's like the whole Jonah. Because Jonah, uh, even the season three, you know, he. I think we spoke about it before in an earlier spoiler section, but he, he does definitely turn more criminal, right? He starts doing like learning how to launder money himself eventually and what yep. But in this case, so here's the spoiler that's more recent. He's the one that's causing the vultures, not, not the yeah. Languars. He's the one that's, that's right. causing them. And they kind of tease it at the beginning with him looking up at the vultures. Yes,
0: uh, yes, he's very interested in these vultures. So he's trying to get them to come to the lawn, not to threaten anybody. He just likes to watch the vultures.
1: Almost a psychopathic.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I mean that they there is that concern for sure.
1: I, I think that's what they always do. They never outright show it. Like they never outright say it's a psychopath, but they definitely um hint at the fact that he could, you know, be a, mm-hmm. those, you know, psychopath. Especially, you know, with that, with the environment he's being raised in, his youth, you know. Basically, they're yeah. trying to show the damage Marty and Wendy as well, to, especially in later seasons, are doing to mm-hmm. uh, the youngest kid, Jonah. So. Yeah. And this is, this is yeah. sort of a, kind of, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. we don't know what he was like beforehand, but... Um, that's true. We he's don't. We, uh, oh, but we see a sign of what could be a you know. I don't say because He's not harming the vultures, but I don't know where is he getting the animals? Do they do they? That's
0: the part that we don't know. Well, I know yeah. we do know. I think I think he just finds dead animals. I don't think he's actually killing animals.
1: That's fair enough. We find dead animals,
0: but Whatever. I'm not sure. I don't remember that much.
1: Fair enough it, but, but it's definitely odd behavior right to be putting out dead for animals sure. for vultures to come pick at and
0: for sure and we know but, door and we and we know that he eventually you know wants to hunt with but does he want to hunt with Buddy or just no he just wants to learn how to shoot a he gun wants with to learn Buddy to shoot, yeah. yeah yeah and he definitely uses that gun in the season finale of season 3 as well mm mm-hmm. mhm so yeah Jonah is definitely a character to watch and it's very interesting seeing this kind of origin story of what he becomes eventually
1: yeah it's a growth of Jonah so oh uh, that's interesting I guess another thing to hit on is next episode I do think you're right Jacob and Darlene come in I think Dell is when Dell makes his visit
0: uh yeah you might be right about that I know but know Del, yeah, Del
1: does make a visit I know at some point
0: mm-hmm i'm very sad that i did not catch any mention of the word redneck in this episode
1: i know there was no mention of redneck
0: (laughs) very very disappointing but yeah so anyway uh i like uh how um say uh, this, this foreshadowing of sam's mom that this he's genuinely terrified of her uh and we haven't met her yet but i mean she's obviously a formidable figure and and plays such a an important role in sam's life uh and then gets hit by a bus
1: right right right, sudden departure
0: yeah exactly when when, when
1: did she get hit by a bus is that in season one
0: i'm pretty sure it's season one it might be season two it's definitely not three she's not in three at all i know that yeah yeah
1: yeah, so that will be unfortunate yep. when that occurs. Yep. Charlotte, interesting. You know, I yep. like what they did with Charlotte in season three, with um, Helen's uh, daughter. Yes. I liked that yeah, it was, it was
0: Charlotte seemed fully on board with Marty and Wendy in season three. Uh,
1: but prior prior to season three, I, I was never like Charlotte was okay as you left like, you know, her and Wyatt and she kind of was mm-hmm. kind of friends with the young Langmore boys in a way, but. Hmm. But, which uh, is odd
0: to see after seeing her you know punch him in the face in this episode
1: yeah because they all have a yeah. mutual disdain for Marty to an extent even though Charlotte seems to like Marty right now she did also tell Marty mm-hmm. she's upset with him earlier I don't know maybe she felt bad for the stress he's feeling I don't know yep uh, there's that uh... So, uh, so, so one you... of the things i Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you can shoot yours, shoot yours. No, I've,
0: I've got it written down. It'll be fine.
1: Okay. Uh, You spoke about earlier how, you know, Marty made the threat in episode two of you have to be willing to be a killer, right? Yep. Something along those lines. And now Ruth has decided to make that decision. Interesting how, you know, later, she she's agrees that she's going to become a killer, but she's not going to kill who how is she right now intends to
2: kill. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting. She lays out that plan, that she's going to kill Marty. She's decided I'm going to be a killer. I'm going to kill Marty. And the pre- the people that she tells that to end up being the people that she ends up killing. Yeah. So, which is, I mean, it, it, it's, it's so good. I love this foreshadowing. I, I love this. It's right, so right. good. I, right. I love, I love the, the money drop where Marty tells Ruth yeah. that they are tied. Their, their fates are tied together now because even though you know that may have been bs uh about the money drop <laughs> specifically they are absolutely tied together they are at this point mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and, and later and,
1: seasons two more even more you know. Yeah,
0: yeah it, it's it, it's one of the things that i love about this series is this relationship between marty and ruth mm-hmm. where they have such a mutual respect for each other uh, and and they rely on each other more than anybody else who they probably should rely on like marty doesn't rely on wendy nearly as much as he relies on ruth
1: exactly like season one is the growth of that relationship season two and three it's very strong now i will always say at the end of season three it's severed right i'm
0: i'm very very disappointed by that it's one of the things that i don't like about season three
1: I'm, I'm 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 okay with the sever. I'm I I am down with that. I want to see what they do with it, and I think it cause it, I, it brings Wyatt back into the fold more because now it's okay. It's not just Wyatt sulkingly angry. Oh well, Darlene and Wyatt on the we hate the birds crew. It's now okay. We're here, but we've got Ruth on our sides, and she's you know she's a she's a, we've got the craziness in Darlene. We got the the scheming and smartness in Ruth, and she knows Marty's operation you know pretty well, and it's, I, I think it's a great you know. Uh, do you
0: think Do you think Ruth will ultimately be Marty's downfall, or do you think they go down together?
1: I have no clue. I think. Hmm.
0: I see. I think it's a tease. I think that they are, they are actually tied together.
1: I think okay, whatever happens like to Marty else. happens to Ruth. You know, yeah. Okay, okay. I like. I said. I think. I think the way that the, the series will end will be um. Bittersweet in a way. Like there'll be mm-hmm. some wins, but there'll be some losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
0: L- let me just tell you, if it ends with like Marty lying down on the floor while Ruth drives away, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> I think you know why.
1: Well, oh, no, wait, no why?
0: That is way too much like another series <laughs> ending.
1: <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what series. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> so you know, I, I will not be. <laughs>
0: I will not be happy with that, uh, but but I I love this is I thought this is a great setup episode for that relationship between Marty and and Ruth. Not not a romantic relationship, by the way, folks. Uh, the, obviously, uh, you know if you're listening to this, you've already seen the whole thing through, and you know that's not the case. But or, just the relationship that they have.
1: Or you're one of those sick people that don't care about spoilers and watch this. Oh my for god, the homeless, which <laughs> that, I that met is like that, and actually <laughs> me <crazy>. too. <laughs> I don't know. How I you know. Do that. I've 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 seen people right. I remember uh, not too long ago, someone was watching Dexter, and I introduced it to them. They were loving it, and they like they asked me things like, "Does this the so and so die?" I'm like, "I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you." And they looked it up. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, yep, they die in season seven. Okay, I'll, I'll, and they're like, "Read up all about it, wiki." I'm like, "Okay." Like, oh, oh my I'll god. Keep watching. I'm, oh, you just uh, you saw a critical character dies in season seven. You're just okay with that? Yeah. They look. Like, oh, oh, they die at the end. Okay keep watching (laughs) like how? i don't know how you do that you just look at oh
0: man seriously i i don't get that at all no yep and of course um the boat church we we know is that is the big play that marty makes in this season that really instigates all of the action that follows uh you know the, the all the action that happens in the season and in the, the climax of it is because of the boat church. So, so can, that, can you
1: remind me on this? Because I can't. Remember. I know, I know what it has to do with the boat church, and that's why they teased it. But I don't. I don't remember what he does. I know. Isn't he sneaking something through the boat church?
0: Yeah, he tries to launder money through the boat church. And uh, how though? I don't
1: understand how he. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand like the methodology I think he, behind it.
0: I think it's a. It's a an investment, just to, like the blue cat like it's, okay. he's he's going to give money to the boat church and uh, but the problem is that the boat church is already being used as a drug running front
1: that's what it was okay yes
2: yeah,
0: by jacob darlene. and darlene mm-hmm. yeah, yeah
1: that's what it is. that's where the buttheads so yes, that okay. so
0: that's where his his fates become tied to the to the uh, what is their last name jacob and darlene uh, snell yeah. the snells yes yeah snells okay. okay so so yeah his fate you know he becomes tied to the snells here uh through this and then obviously we know what the snells do to dell at the end of the season but um and the other the only other thing that i wanted to mention uh was the possum on the roof because that i don't know if you remember this that that is used against wendy in the trial for mason's baby in season three
1: yes i remember i remember that
0: so yeah when when wendy is trying to get custody of the baby from darlene
1: because why is with darlene here
0: yes Wyatt testifies that wendy threw a dead possum on their roof and that's part, one of the things that uh prevents wendy from getting mason's baby back which i don't even remember the name of mason's baby do you no no okay
1: when does a buddy become more of a buddy
0: uh, i think um, let's see well For Jonah, it's definitely this season, and it's probably, and I think it's pretty soon. I think he becomes more involved, like he becomes fully aware of and involved in the business. I think in season two, because that's when the Kansas City mob comes into play, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is great, by the way.
1: I love the Kansas City mob.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, Yeah, I do like Buddy.
0: Me too. Yep. All right. Well, that's all I have. How about How about you?
1: Yeah, I know. I'm out. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, well, this is, this was fun and uh, we'll look forward to next week when we talk about season, episode, season 1 episode four, Tonight we improvise.